don't think the conference is the main thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if the conference isn't serving the local church and an, ex- an expression of that, even an outgrowth of that, it, it just can create these false expectations in people's minds. Welcome to Sampless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Welcome to the Soundless Doctrine Podcast. My name is David Zimmer. My name is Bob Coughlin. And my name is Devin Coughlin. Hey, it's great to be in? here. Oh my gosh. So good that you jumped in. You. That's all right. Uh, we love when Devin is here and uh, he we contributes do. so much to our podcast. He does. And it's great to have you. Great to be here. Uh, it's also great to have you listening or watching uh, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to yep. this podcast. I uh, hope it serves you. My question for this week is uh, why do we have the Worship God Conference? Wow, that's a great question. Um, because we, well, do. <laughs> we do. Yeah, it's there, okay? Worship conferences are like a cool thing, and we just want to be in on that. How long have you been doing the Worship God Conference? Since 2004, with that name, uh, we started doing conferences, Sovereign Grace started doing conferences back in, I think 99. I mean, there's one in 94, but we don't count that one. 99. <laughs> sure it was great. Uh, so yeah, 22 years, 23 years. Wow. But yeah, so with this name, 2004, and, and every so other year. genesis of that? Why did you do it then? Yeah, we were doing, well, we sensed the, you know, early 2000s, we just sensed a need, knew there was a need for theological training um, for those who were leading music in their churches. Hmm. Um there was you know, a lot of stuff happening. I mean, the last 30 years, so much has happened in the area of music in the church. Yeah. And a lot of it has been pragmatic. A lot of it has been experiential. Not as much has been theologically driven. And would you say then a lot of, a lot of what would have happened would have been more industry driven? That, well, that was another aspect, mm. yes. Yeah, so what's coming out of Nashville, what's coming out of L.A., primarily Nashville, um, was driving what churches were choosing to do. Mm-hmm. So whether that be the production values uh, or whether that be the kinds of songs we're singing, you know, it's like the, those were the things, the way we look, the, the, you know, the things we say, those things were being driven more often than not by an industry, not by going to Scripture and mm-hmm. saying... What, what has God told us about what we should do? So e- even the name, uh, Worship God, one word, came about because there were a lot of worship conferences going on in the 90s, early 2000s, and worship is one of those words that we, when we use it, we think we all understand what it means, but you can worship anything. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a whole genre of, of music that's called worship music. Every kind <laughs> of music is worship music. Mm-hmm. Just worshiping different things. Uh, so I wanted to make it clear that when we use the word worship for this conference, it has a direct object, and that direct object is God. Mm-hmm. So it's the Worship God Conference, um, because that's what we're here to learn about. Mm-hmm. And it's for, you know, not just musicians, it's really for anyone who leads and plans and participates in the, the, the corporate gathering of the church. That, that's the aim. Um, and the, the, we've, we've sought to focus on specifically three areas, and that would be theology, which we just talked about, the heart, 
because God's not only concerned with you know what we do, He's concerned about who does it, um, mm-hmm. not just what we do, but who we are. Mm-hmm. And then the skills, so leadership skills, musical skills, communication skills, um, all those kind of skills. So those are the three emphases we have. And you know, we we started in two thousand four, two thousand six. Saw a bump in the attendance because um, that year I started leading, playing the piano, leading music at the Together for the Gospel conference. So we had a a lot of people come as a result of that conference. And then in two thousand nine, we had John Piper come join us, and uh, that helped uh, attendance as well. So. We've been doing it pretty much every other year uh, for all that time. We've done some internationally, mm-hmm. uh, a couple in the UK, and uh, I think that's the only international. We've done some regionally, <laughs> so you can say a couple internationally. <laughs> um, uh, so, but we've done about twenty of them. And so, do we keep doing them just because yeah, this is what we do? That's a great question, which I've asked myself many times. <laughs> Every two years. Yeah. Well, we canceled <laughs> yeah. uh, 20. We were supposed to do one in 2021, but COVID, it just, we just decided, you know, that's, we can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing one this year, 2022, uh, calling it Unchanging. Um, and the, the question is, yes, should we keep doing this? And... What would be some reasons why we would stop doing it? Why do you, so why, why does that con- question confront you every couple of years? Yeah, c- conferences are a, a mixed bag, aren't they? They're, they're, they're exciting, um, you know, but, but conferences can produce kind of the wrong results, bad results, like, mm. oh, this is what Christianity is about, or, you, you know, uh, a, a bunch of different kinds of influences w- who aren't necessarily theologically driven or maybe um, who you, you just people you don't know as well uh, or, or celebrity culture, all those things can be mixed into the good things that conferences bring, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the opportunity to interact with people who are different from you, the opportunity to see, um, you know, the great things that God is doing throughout the body of Christ, uh, to learn from people that you wouldn't normally be exposed to, to meet people. I mean, part of the joys of a conference is meeting the people who are there. Yeah. So uh, definitely a lot of benefits to a conference, but it takes a lot to put a conference on. And uh, in increasingly technological age where people just can watch a YouTube video, listen to a podcast, watch a podcast, um, <laughs> you know, it's like, do we really need to get together to do this? So yeah. what it always comes down to is, I think there are there's a particular kind of person that we are aiming this conference at that we don't see a lot of conferences like this. Hmm. Um, those would be people who want the, what they do on Sundays to be biblically driven. They care about doctrine. They care about theology. They care about um, you know basing what they do, making decisions based not just on culture even though they might be influenced in some ways by culture. But, but really digging into Scripture and saying, what, what are we supposed to be doing? What is mm. God saying to us? Um, and we can never assume that because we've been doing something for a few years that, that God doesn't want to change it. Hmm. Or, or that every time we gather, God doesn't want to convert us in some ways, not salvifically, not in terms of salvation, but that he doesn't want to change our minds in some way about who he is, about who we are, about how we're doing what we're doing. So, so th- that kind of person, person who cares about um, less about celebrity and more about 
the, the hearts of the people who are doing this. You know, mm-hmm. we really believe in the local church. And because mm-hmm. we believe God, you know, instituted the local church, that's where the main things are happening. Mm-hmm. We don't think the conference is the main thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if the conference isn't serving the local church and, and ex- an expression of that, even an outgrowth of that, it, it just can create these false expectations in people's minds. Like, like I was saying earlier, oh, that's what it's supposed to be right. like. And well, right. I think that's one of those the challenging things about a conference and, and leading a conference is what makes a great conference doesn't necessarily make what makes a great, a great time Sunday of meeting. corporate worship yes, right. as that, the church yeah. gathers. And often, I think we can have that category confusion. And so we go to a conference and we think, wow, that was such an impactful experience I just had, such an edifying experience. I was so encouraged, all these things. And then you start to ask, well, why was that? When it's because, (laughs) I mean, the music was so great and the singing was so passionate, the preaching was so good. I mean, whatever it is, you can answer it any number of ways. The production was just on point. You can go through all these things and then you think, well, that's what we need to do on Sunday. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh, and so I think being aware of that with the Worship of God conference, in, in a sense, we try to put on the anti-conference conference. Yes, that's mm-hmm. a great description. Where we are purposefully not not uh, all about production. We actually are are in. We want to do things well, but we're minimalistic when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, the performance or the production of what we're doing. Yeah, because we want to give people categories, biblical, theological, practical categories yeah. that they can then implement in their local church yes. and utilize mm-hmm. in their local church to serve those people, because that's what God's at work building. Yes. That's how he's at work in the world. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, I will build my church, not I will build lots of conferences. Yes. Yes. He's going to build yes. his church, and the gates of yes. hell won't prevail against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so one of the things we try to do in the conference is to make it as as normal and low-key as possible. So, for instance, we open up the uh, rehearsals. You know, I, I remember, well, I've been in a number of contexts where, I mean, we did this for years in Sovereign Grace, um, where, you know, you keep the doors shut while the band rehearses. You know, so like, loose. Because it's secret. No, yeah, no we can doing see is the secret sauce that's going in, you know, what are people doing? And I'm or, thinking... Or we don't want to give away the secrets. I yeah, mean, no, absolutely. the cat out of the absolutely. bag. We want to We want them. that... Whenever when we hit that bridge and we jump that octave, we want it to be a surprise for everyone. <laughs> or, or we don't want to see him. We don't want people to see our, you know, uh, how badly we do the the, the rehearsal. <laughs> you know, how, think, making mistakes or you know whatever. We right. just we want them to see us at our very best. And I'm saying no. We want to see. We want people to see what we do. Like because you do it every yes. Sunday. You know, in your local church, this is what we do. Right. Normal people doing normal things. Yes, serving mm-hmm. an extraordinary, extraordinary God. So I've had people come up to me and say, you know, oh, it was so great watching you guys rehearse, you know. And all the mistakes you made yes. and how bad you were. And- I mean, there are things they learn and stuff, but that's a part of it. Um, we, you know, we, uh, someone emailed me one time and said, I noticed that like in the Worship God Conference, you guys like keep the lights up when you sing, when, like when we're doing, is that, it seems to be intentional. <laughs> Is that intentional or, you know, or do you just like, or do your lights not work? <laughs> no, it's very We couldn't figure out how to turn them off. Yeah, we wanted to turn we, them off, but the, you couldn't figure it out. Couldn't the find panel the was so complicated. <laughs> no, yes, it's intentional because we're not trying to impress you with, uh, you know, what, some, some mood or some atmosphere. It's we are ordinary people and, mm-hmm. and you've come here. Now, now, let me say, you've come here to, to see ordinary people. Now, let me say... 
God can use, you know, what you were describing earlier, Devin, God can use high production conferences, you know, with incredible videographics. Um, you know, he can use those things with, with really popular well-known speakers. He can use those things. He does use those things to magnify the glory of Christ, mm-hmm. to, to change people's hearts, to transform people's lives. And he does use them. But <laughs> what God uses and what we should aim for are not always the same things. Mm-hmm. And so when we get to the local church, we need to be asking, what should we be aiming for? Mm-hmm. What should we be going after? And so with the Worship God Conference, we're trying to give some semblance of that. We're trying to, trying to encourage that and say, hey, we're ordinary people like you are, and uh, these are ordinary things. Now, that doesn't mean we don't do things, in, try to do things in a skillful way, that there isn't some level of production to what we do. We do rehearse before we do the conference, but I mean, it's not like we're preparing for this conference, you know, for, for days and days and days on end in terms of rehearsals. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a 45-minute rehearsal, and just like you might, and, and then we lead the congregation in, in singing, uh, the people who are there in singing. Mm-hmm. Um, Why don't we just do... Um, books or video teachings or, I mean, we produce albums, like, why isn't that enough? Why do why do a, com- a conference, an event that we invite people to? What's yes, the difference there? that's a great question. So we, people wouldn't know this, but we had a retreat earlier last year, 2021, where we got away for a couple of days and just talked about this. And we were asking that question, why have people come? Why not just? And it's a lot of re- it's a lot of time and resources it for is. us even to do. It yeah. is. Yeah. Um, we try to keep the costs down. Um, y- you know, we because we know it's a lot of sacrifice for people to come. We but we came up with this. We want to give people the opportunity to see and participate in mm-hmm. the ways our biblical values shape our gatherings. So there, there is an element of actually participating in, say, a meeting that uh, is, is maybe less formal than your meeting might be, um, a, a meeting that is more joyful than your meeting might be, a, more, a meeting that's more biblically driven than your meeting might be, um, you know, just, just maybe a meeting that's more physically expressive than your meeting might be, you know, just I've heard... Or more structured than more, your Or more be. structured, right. Heard all those comments from people. It's like, oh, wow, to, to be there and to experience that, it was so helpful. Mm-hmm. So, so it is that element of participation um, because we have this podcast, we have books, we have, you know, different teachings, trainings from past conferences, but there is something about gathering together. And we've experimented with different lengths. So we've done a Life Together conference, which was like a Thursday through Saturday, I think. Um, and we've done Friday night, Saturday things. But, you know, after having done this for, you know, 17 years or something, I, I think there's a real value in doing it from Wednesday night to Saturday noon. Um, to give people that opportunity to just kind of, you know, sink into it, mm-hmm. both with each other, you know, if you come with a team, um, and then with the people who are there, and to let to take that much time away to realize, you know, our growing in our knowledge of God, our growing in biblical understanding, it's more than just like a shot in the arm, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I know big conferences that are like Friday Saturday, and it's I'm it can be really amazing. Um, but there is something that's just saying, you know what, we're going to take this time away, 
and uh, we're going to spend our time with our team, and we're going to spend our time with you know the people here. Um, it's not a massive conference, you know. I think the biggest we ever got to was like sixteen hundred conference, and like a couple years ago it was seven hundred people. Um, but it, it's it's an opportunity to get to know people, mm. get to know the people who are speaking, get to know, uh, you know, the members of your team better and, you know, just talk through some of these things. Yeah. Um, One thing that I love, have loved about the conferences we've done is the camaraderie and the community that's yes, formed yeah. um, as you gather like-minded people together. Uh, and so it's it's a uh, it's a diverse group of people that, that come to yeah, the Worship yeah. God conference. But generally, I mean, what they're drawn to is uh, we want theologically rich truth mm-hmm. to mark our gatherings. Yes. I mean, that's and generally not just our songs, but the whole, that's whole thing. Generally, and our lives. Yeah. And so and we seek to be intentional about not just um, highlighting or, or equipping people through the ways we do that, but also in bringing other people, other like-minded people yeah. into that. Yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. there are other ministries or other churches, and, and over the years we've had several different people involved um, that are seeking to do the same things that we're doing. Yes. And yeah. like, it's yes. not like we've got this figured out or the market no, corner. No, no, It's, no, we, we are a part of this much bigger thing that God is doing mm-hmm. as he, he uh, builds his church yeah. through his word by the Spirit. Yeah. We were talking mm-hmm. earlier about this, and uh, drew the analogy of a cafeteria line or buffet line versus a full-course meal. So, you, you know, I think of uh, Keith and Kristen's conference, Sing!, you know, it's a great conference. It's a great conference. We we've been there every yeah. year, except this year. Past year, I was had COVID. Um, uh, but it's it's more but like love Keith and his team's vision for what they're oh, doing. Keith's and a good how friend. They're seeking to yep. serve the church yep. and Im, Im, imparts theologically rich songs to yes. the church that mm-hmm. people can sing and want to sing and should sing. And yes, I would say God is using the Gettys to influence congregational singing in a way that he has few people, uh, certainly in my lifetime, so maybe mm-hmm. in the last you know, hundred years, it's, it's just Keith's vision, his, his uh, hard work, his desire to, to build relationally, unsurpassed. Mm-hmm. But that conference is more like a buffet where you have... You know, there, there's a theological, there are theological guardrails, but there is a ton of different kinds of people. Um, and it's just like, hey, this, uh, you know, here and here and here and here. And, and so that's, I thank God for what that conference does. Worship God conference is not that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a full course meal in that we're saying, this is your first course. This is your second course. This is your third course. I mean, there's some variety. Sure, there's some, you know, the different things you can choose from, but it's it's much more limited. We're saying we believe that these things are valuable and important to, you know, musicians, to leaders, to pastors. We always encourage pastors to come. They're, they're the ones who are most responsible for what's going on in the church, songwriters, tech people, or even just someone in the church who wants to understand better why, do, why are we gathering again? Why do we saying all those kinds mm-hmm. of things? So we're saying we have found these things to be really relevant, really true, really helpful, and, and we think they'll be helpful for you as well. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, um, I, I think, you know, my exposure to the Worship God conference back when Enfield came out to, uh, to play at, yeah, the fir- yeah. at, at one of them you had... Um, I just was marked. It was it was so different than the conference that I was a part of with Resolved, uh, uh. Um, which about was, a lot of the same values. Uh, yeah, the same values: preaching, uh, um, theologically rich songs, um, 
And something I just thought was so wonderful about the Worship God Conference is it mirrored to me what a what a Sovereign Grace Church would kind of typically look like on a Sunday. Yes, yes. In terms of how you shared and how you read scripture and then yes. how you did the songs and then how the preaching and then how you followed up the preaching with a, a song and a benediction. And and now being a part of a Sovereign Grace Church, I go, oh yeah, we're basically rehearsing uh, what we uh, do on Sundays yeah. with more people there, yes, <laughs> you yes. know, extending that to people that want to learn and grow and and figure out what do I do in my gatherings and why does my gathering look different than this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just coming from an outside perspective of saying, oh, this mirrors the church to me, mm. um, was refreshing mm. to me. Oh, that's great. And we we want, from the beginning, you know, our aim has been to, to magnify God's glory in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So I, I have received emails from people saying, you know, going to that conference has just changed the way I think about what I do. Um, mm. And part of it's part of it's the songs people sing, but another part of it is um, just recognizing that wow, this really is about the glory of Christ. And you know, musicians, leaders can can struggle with the glory idol. Mm. You know, I, I I want people to think I'm the best. I want to, you know. And sometimes you go to conferences thinking, how can I become the best? So people will say, wow, they're the best. <laughs> you know. And at our conference, what we want to say is, Jesus is the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why we do what we do. In mm-hmm. fact, the last conference was the glorious Christ. Mm-hmm. Music, is, music is great. Jesus is greater. Mm-hmm. Which was really got to the heart of you know, why we do this. It's like, yes, we want to serve you musically. Yes, we want to serve you with, you know, teaching, good teaching. And yes, we want to help you with skills and all those things. But you know what? Most of all, we want to help you glorify Jesus right. Christ right. Yeah. in what you do. Not only in your songs, not only in your meetings, but in your life. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, it does come through that lens of, of uh, you know, how we, we can magnify God's glory in Christ. So the gospel is... We, we want that to permeate the time. So that's one of the reasons, one of the things we do um, at every conference is just give away a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, at the start of every meeting, we, you know, usually like before the meeting is supposed to start, we, we're there giving away stuff, you know, books, um, mostly books. Gear. Oh, gear. Sorry, yeah, gear. gear. That's right. I knew there was something else we gave. You can tell I'm a real gearhead. Um, <laughs> yeah, which, which people generously have yeah. donated or, or mm-hmm. sometimes... We just buy yep. and say, we want you to be blessed. You know, mm-hmm. headphones, guitars, um, keyboards, keyboards pedals, uh, software, all pedals, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um, because that's... that's it's an expression of expression the, of the gospel. generosity yeah, you know, of God. Second Corinthians Show where us. he became poor so that we might become rich. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Christ gave up, he, he left his throne in glory, took on our flesh... So that we might then turn around and be generous with those around us. I'm looking for the verse that says uh, exactly that. So that we, through his poverty, might become rich. I should probably look for it anyway. Anyway, that's horrible. I, I do want to say, though, that uh, while the context of this conference is uh, music in the church and, and the gathering of the church in corporate worship... Uh, it is really, I and mean, you mentioned this, but it's it's really a, a theology conference 
in the sense that we want to behold the glory of God in the face yeah. of Jesus yes. Christ. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And so we're always explicit about that. And so you did, you mentioned, uh, but I want to say again, I mean, it's, it's for anyone who yeah. Yeah, wants yeah. to see more of God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that's, that's always what we seek to do. And so the, the sermons are not, um, the, the times of preaching, it's not like, we're just talking about okay. How, this is how you sing better. And yes, this is how you can yeah, play a better yeah. guitar. Good point. Yeah. Uh, it's it's opening God's word together. Yeah, and beholding God. Yeah. Yes, and uh-huh. so many of the conferences that I have been to, not sing, um, have been an example of you know people who are well-meaning and they they're they're preaching from the Bible, but you don't get the impression like. They are preaching what's there in the mm-hmm. Bible. It's more like, hey, this seems to fit, you know, what we do. I mean, I heard someone mm-hmm. preach from Revelation one time about the four living creatures, and you know, had one had the face of a lion, one had this face, and this, and and that's like us as we're in front of our worship teams, you know, looking back this way as one creature and looking this way. And I said, I'm sorry, I read that a lot, and I've never, never seen Yikes. that there. And I'm pretty sure it's not there. Um, so we want we want musicians to, uh, and everybody there, to learn to love God through His Word. Mm-hmm. And I want to read that scripture. Speaking of His Word, Second Corinthians eight nine, um, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. that though He was rich, yet for your sake He became poor, so that you by His poverty might become rich. Mm-hmm. God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, you may abound in every good work. That's what we want to communicate when we're together. We have been given so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. So when, when people come tired, depressed, discouraged, uh, we want them to leave refreshed, mm-hmm. renewed. Uh, and I've, again, I've gotten a s- number of emails from people saying, you know, I was about to leave the ministry. I was about to, mm-hmm. you know, I just came so discouraged. And just by looking at who God is in Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and experiencing his love afresh, in a fresh way, being with God's people, they would say, you know what? This is worth doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And and that that's just very fulfilling. That's one of the reasons we do the conference. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, off the top of your head, I know I'm springing this on you, but um, can you give a couple of titles that, that have been associated with the Worship God Conference? Like, uh, Music is Great, Jesus is Greater uh, was one yep. of the yep. conference themes I we have had. right here. What are some um, of them? We, we've done Human and Holy, Healthy Tensions of Gathered Worship. Mm. Uh, Triune, I think it was back in 2015, I think, Called to be Faithful which I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gathering, that was in 2011. We recorded an album there called The Gathering, oddly enough. Um, from Generation to Generation, that's when John Piper came, um, just a highlight. Rediscovering the Psalms, that was 2008. This is, so we're doing one this year, Unchanging. Um, we have a two-volume recording coming out based on the Psalms called Unchanging God. Mm-hmm. So we'll be looking at some of those themes again this year. And then 2006 was The Glory of His Presence. Mm. Um, which was which was a lot of fun, and then 2004 I think was just worship God. It was just the glory and of God. T- can you talk a little bit about the burden behind this year, as far as why why do a conference around unchanging? Mm-hmm. Well, because we just did the album Unchanging God, so why not? How convenient! <laughs> How convenient! Um, <laughs> I think yeah. it should be evident to everyone that in the the, the uh, in light of the last few years we've experienced, mm-hmm. you know where. I mean, 
It seems like the foundations have been shaken. What can the righteous do? Um, it seems like everything has been shifting so much. You know, relationships, questions of, you mm -hmm. know, race, politics, um, medicine, science. I mean, just everything's like, whoa, whoa, where are we? You know what? The big things haven't changed. Mm -hmm. And Amen. the biggest thing of all, God himself mm -hmm. hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. He is our rock. Mm -hmm. He is our refuge. We can stand on him. We can trust in him. We should be looking to him rather than trying to find our, our identity and our, our worth and our significance and our, the proof of our rightness in you know, all these other areas, mm -hmm. which are worthy of consideration and, and conversation, but they're not what makes us who we are. Mm -hmm. The gospel of Jesus Christ makes us who we are. Jesus Christ makes us who we are. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah. So we thought, yeah, yeah. What, what a great time to just be reminded again of the, the firm foundation we have in God himself. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, uh, great, great discussion uh, about why we have the Worship God Conference and what it is. And I, I hope that that is, uh, is helpful to you as you think through the conferences that you want to bring your teams uh, to and learn from. And uh, we're just happy to be a resource to serve. And if you want to find out about it, you, can I say this? Mm -hmm. I mean... Can you say it? It looks like know. you've already started. I've already started. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, worshipgodconference.com. That's where we'll have all the information on it. July. And we have all of the information from, of conferences. From previous conferences, previously. yeah. Yep. July 27th. Which is not the same as seeing and participating in the conference. No, it's not. No, it's not. You can download those messages, yeah, but it's not the same as coming. <laughs> so July 27th through 30th uh, this year in Louisville, Kentucky. And we would love to see you there. Absolutely. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at SovereignGraceMusic.org.